I'm a go-getter. It's the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. His goal is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Success is the only option. Go-Getter is all about mindset. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? And it's a win-win situation. Let's say I don't become the greatest ever. I'll become one of the greats. But it forces me to grind the greatness every day. And if you want to win that life, you got to grind the greatness every day. You deserve to live your best life. The world can sleep on you, but just make sure you don't sleep on you. So I love and believe in you, and I want to take you to that next level. Put your seatbelt on. Ride with me. I feel the three words coming. I'm excited. Yeah. Welcome to the Gold Getter Podcast with Jay Black. Ready or not, it's about to go up. That's right. Up, not down. Now, Gold Getter. What's a Gold Getter? I'm glad you asked. My logo sums up my message. One finger to the brain, the other to the sky. All I'm saying is with the right mindset, you go to the top. I put the red check next to the brain because everything starts with the mind. It takes blood, sweat, and tears to achieve goals. You're a goal getter. I'm a goal getter. Success is the only option. Everything about my guest today says success is the only option. But I want you to further understand who you are. So I'm going to really break down goal getter. See, a goal getter grinds to greatness every day. Aims to be the best version of themselves every day. Understands that adversity is a part of the journey to success. So we embrace it. We never give up. Success is the only option. Now let's get to everything we got going on. So I got to start off by promoting the success is the only option school tour. That's right. On a mission to change the world. So visit jblackinspires.com. Find out how you can get me to your school, students and staff. It's going to be crazy. Already booked for January of 2022. So I'm definitely looking forward to coming to your school. Also, we got the success is the only option teen career day, February 19th. Actually, right at the Faith Place 790 Easter app, but it's going to be life-changing. It's the second annual one. We already got 70 teens registered, and the goal is 120. So we got nine different career demonstrations. To give you a few, we got the military coming, college recruiter. We got Dr. Tamika Ellington. If you ain't heard of her, she's from Kent State. Crazy. I got a, my speaker friend from out of town, from Pennsylvania, Brian Majors. He just did a contract with Team USA doing their apparel. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be an epic event, so visit jblackaspires.com. Register your team. Also, Go Get an Academy. Definitely got to shout out my young kings and young queens in my mentoring program. Well, Go Get an Academy, we focus on goal setting, mental health, financial literacy, entrepreneurship, leadership development, community service. But we definitely be doing a great job. And I definitely want to highlight a few. We got Isaiah, Empress, and Jeremiah, my two young kings and young queens in Florida. They actually um, had a very big week when it comes to our behavior ranking. So the young kings and young queens give me a number. Everybody in Goal Getter Academy, I expect them to be between an 8 and a 10. 1 is terrible, 10 is great. Goal Getter is a mindset. It's a way of life. So I don't want them just to be great when they're with me in our sessions. First and foremost, at home, at school, then in the world. So their mother, they actually gave, they gave Jeremiah a 100. They gave... Isaiah a 65 and Empress a 45. So with Gold Kid, it's all about creating separation. We automatically go over and beyond. They went over and beyond. So they'll definitely be getting an award at the Success is the Only Option Team Career Day. Moving on. Gold Get Apparel. I want you to wear who you are. Today I got the Gold Get a hat, Gold Get a shirt, 
Go get a joggers. Even got the go get a shoes that's going to pop up on your screen. And I'm so big on goals. I want you to even think about goals when you're sleeping. So I even got to go get a pillow. That's right. I got to go get a pillow. Because when you're sleeping, I want you thinking about your goals. Now, let's get to my guest. You know, I got Pastor Trey, Pastor Joe. Say what's up to the people. How y'all doing? How you doing? God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Good to be here. Now, we're going to jump right into it. Something I was fascinated with when I was reading the bio, you know, I definitely want to talk to starting with the father. I want to talk about what made you, uh, what led you to God. But um, international ministries, that's, that just jumped out to me, you know, because people talk about ministering and y'all taking it to a level where you got Africa and what's, what's Pakistan. The, Pakistan, you know. So let's start there. I just want to know what, take us to the event that happened that led you to God. Yeah, great question. Thanks. Um, my story is kind of crazy. I grew up in the streets of Akron, okay. and uh, my mom put me out when I was six years old. <laughs> Hold on, say that again. He's just six? I was six years old. Wow, okay. I'm the, I'm the grandson. He's the great-grandson of, of a Vegas headliner, the okay. world's foremost hypnotist. Mm. And he was an immigrant from Romania. Joe's Afro-Manian. And uh, so uh, the mind is so awesome that God created it and uh, gives us creativity. And so as a young child... Uh, well, my mom put me out at six, and I love my mother, and uh, we get along fantastic today. But, uh, I mean, she locked the door and put my bags in the porch and locked the door, didn't even call my dad. Mm. And so, uh, you know, I ended up in a crazy place for life. And I believe as a young child, I spent a lot of time around Bible studies and around uh, godly people who were always reading the Bible and praying for me, as I think back. And so um, I came to Christ and trusted him how he was buried, uh, how he died on the cross, was buried and rose from the dead, was seen by over 500 witnesses. And uh, I placed my faith in him as a young child. Now, my life didn't show that. Right. So moving forward, um, if I could just be honest, I was selling crack cocaine and rosemary and just came home from the Army and, and just living a crazy lifestyle at the age of 20, 21. And uh, about three people shared the gospel with me, what I just shared with you. Right. And... Uh, April 15th, um, Joe's mom uh, shared the gospel with me in a way that made sense. It, what year was this? Uh, 1995. Okay. So 1995, April 15th, about 6 p.m., man, I just something happened to me. I fell in love with God because she had explained how he's her father, and I really didn't have a family. Right. So, man, that just, that just grabbed my heart, and uh, she had said that, God talks to her through the word. So, and she talks to him through prayer. So I left meeting with her and I just, man, I got the Bible and it became alive to me. It became food for my soul and I just began to grow and change and left that lifestyle and, um, you know, uh, just had a had an interesting life. You know, I didn't grow up in a family and I had a very successful family. And uh, I'm thankful for that. And that was, you know, we, we co-labor with God as fathers. And so uh, I didn't know how to be a father. And just really trusted God to help me grow in that, and uh, and I'm proud because I have I have a son that's the youngest pastor in Akron, and uh, a daughter who is uh, set to be, this is crazy, the next CEO of Pfizer, mm. the pharmaceutical company. Okay. She was the top candidate for two positions out of 3,600 candidates. Mm. They said Trayana, she's named after me. You're we're gonna work for you someday. They said. 
Okay, so pause real quick. We got a shout out. Triana Boyer, right? Yes, sir. Triana Boyer, okay. Congratulations. We love it. We speaking it. Success is the only option. Yes. So great things are definitely in your future. All right, so wow. I so have our, one more daughter, Bethany. All right, go ahead. Oh, yeah, got you. I just got, you know, that's my baby girl. She's mm -hmm. my blessing. All my kids are named with purpose. Mm, love name, it. My, my daughter, Triana, is named after me with an A, and it's, it's my name and her mother's name mixed. Okay. Shawana is their mother's name, and my name is Tryon. That's my real name. Okay. And uh, so it's a it's it's a mixture of both of our names. And um, my daughter Bethany, I was searching the scriptures. I said, Lord, I got a name her special, and I named her Bethany after uh, the city where Jesus blessed his disciples before he sent her to heaven. Mm. And my Bethany is my baby girl. She's my blessing. Bethany, hey, see, first off, if he if we don't shout you out, he gonna get cussed out when he gone when they see the interview. So Bethany, we ain't forget about you. you know, it's all love. God got a plan for all of us. So yes, Bethany, what's going on? So now, Pastor Joe, let's jump to you. You know, he said something. Youngest pastor in Akron. So answering the calling, young. So there's a there's a quote. And I want to ask. This is relating to you. There's a saying that a smart person learns from their own mistakes, but a wise person learns from other people's mistakes. Mm -hmm. So. Because of your your dad's um, early life, it's kind of like he was forced into the streets. You know what I'm saying? So um, was it a situation as far as you answering the, the calling of God so young? What situation where you seen that your dad already lived that life? Someone will need for you to repeat that? Or talk to, talk to us about you as far as you deciding to even answer that calling so young. So, you know, I was, I was blessed to be born into a family that knew the Lord. And, uh, and you know, we, we were raised in the Lord. Uh, my whole life, so you know, at a at a very young age, I knew, I knew what what salvation meant and how important it was, um, and you know, that's just God's God's divine plan in my life on you know the the family that I was born into and the way that they built into me and even my 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 grandparents, uh, his mother who you know at, when he grew up she wasn't she wasn't a follower of the Lord. And she didn't find Christ until um, until probably her 50s. So, mm -hmm. you know, the way that my grandmother grew up and then the way that my dad grew up and then the way that they both found the Lord later in their lives. But it was it, it all it all worked together for good in my life. Right. Um, in, in order to, to, to break that cycle and to change things and, and to raise someone in the Lord. Uh, from a young age so that you know that is that's that's something that I'm grateful for to God just for putting 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 these people in my life uh, and in my family to teach me to teach me about what salvation is and teach me you know about the Word of God from a very young age so that in itself I would say helped me to mature um, you know pretty pretty fast in the Lord and not to say that I know everything at this point because I know I have a lot to learn and I'm trusting God for that as well but um just ra just being raised in a in a in a Christian home uh definitely helped me to see what what is really important in this life mm. and and it is salvation it is winning souls um so you know I learned that at a young age but I really didn't I really didn't give my life to the Lord, so to speak, until really the, the the last maybe three or four years as I've been 
I'm 22 today. This is my birthday today. Oh, bir- <laughs> a birthday boy. Yes, I think the message. Okay, so he the big 22. Big 22. Wow. So happy birthday, happy birthday. And I think um, you talked about salvation, and um, you're talking about family. You know, and um, I think um, just me, you know, not coming up with a father. You know, family hits with me different. You know, my kids never experienced that, and with your father just not having growing up with the proper concept of what family was, he chose to raise his family a certain type of way and keep right. God first. Right. And they say the cup poureth over. And I can see that poureth over in you, just mm-hmm. the way you talk and are you articulating your love for God and how passionate I can see in the fire of his eyes when he, he lights up for God. So I think that's very powerful that it transformed over to you. And then for you to be young, you know, to say um, Pastor Joe, you know, that's a big a big title, a big calling. And you to, for you, I've seen a picture the other day, um, you were actually in the streets, you know, and talking to kids. You know, it's me. I'm big on just being out in the community. That's what I'm all about. You know, people say this. Yeah, the church is great. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? But the work needs to be out in the streets. So people need to be out there. So me seeing an image with you, that lets me know that you're really uh, serious about what you say you want to do. Okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's talk about, let's talk about, um, when I met him, I was actually at, uh, I went to support my guy, Worthy, Worthy to be heard, be shout out to my guy. So I went to actually uh, to support him, he was uh, speaking at the church, and then um, your dad came up, he, he mentioned he was talking about black renaissance. Okay, so I want to talk about that vision and what's that's all about. Okay, would you like to share that? Yeah, I'll share. So, black renaissance has been in the development and birth process for years. Uh, things we, my wife and I used to dream about and talk about and and um, somehow got sidetracked in ways through life's changes. But uh, a couple years ago, Joe and I uh, came up with some orphanages in Uganda and Pakistan, and we started supporting them the best we could, and we talked with them daily, and they, they call, us, call me dad and call him brother Joe, and, and so um, it, it was fantastic. It was, a, it was a love relationship, and you know a lot of people think we're scammed in certain ways, and we have discernment. And uh, so we, 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 we're not all over and deal with everybody, but we plan to go there uh, next year, both places, by God's grace. Um, so Joe said to me, he said, Dad, he says, you know, we're doing things overseas and, and, and not in our own community. And I said, son, you're right. So all summer, uh, Joe and we call him Brother, Brother D, James Dillahay's grandson. Okay. And, uh, so Joe and, uh, and Dion grew up together. And Joe led Dion to Christ, and, and, and Dion's, you know, growing and doing well. And so, so the three of us are the co-visionaries of Black Renaissance. And Black Renaissance, uh, oh, let me, I, I kind of get caught up in my words. So we sat up on, on uh, Copley Road all summer. Okay. Uh, then OP, Mr. Pantry, corner yeah. of, of, of Copley, and restore. I say restore. No, restore. God's okay. the restore. Ooh, uh, hey, I love it. Hey, Come so. On. That hit different with me, you know my, uh, you know my family, my grandmother, you know Evangelist Catherine Nash, you know R.I.P. But she, uh, 907 Store Ave, you know, so my family lived on that street for like 47 years, and when my mom moved back here, uh, I definitely spent a lot of time. So I like that restore. Restore. All right, so keep, keep up with the store. Go, go. So so yeah, we just you know cooked hamburgers and hot dogs, mm-hmm. and we kind of did what they do in in Uganda, and you know in Pakistan, they they go out in the community. And they feed people, they feed kids and widows, and, and, and actually slavery in Pakistan. There's some slavery going on. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so we just kind of modeled what they did. And so we started cooking food and hamburgers and hot dogs on an old grill. <laughs> One guy came up and says, I was going to take this grill and scrap it. But he said, something told me not to. <laughs> and that grill's still sitting there today. That's what's up. And I got funny stories about that grill. 
because uh, uh, we'll, I'll talk about this next, the light on the hill. Um, one day I pulled up and there was a light on the grill mm. showing me that God is in this because there was a light on the grill. We got the church called Light on the Hill. Right. So so moving forward, we just prayed for people. And that, that picture that's uh, on Facebook today with Joe, he sharing the gospel with people and praying for people and leading them to Christ and, and you know, all people, all people. And so it was, a, it was a pleasure to do that this summer. And when it started getting cold, you know, we said, wait, we can't stop. So that gave birth to Black Renaissance. Black Renaissance is growing in the vision, the spokes and the wheel. And so far it's like a six or seven part vision. One is we're planning a church. Church is. Light on the hill. And we are doctrinally sound, meaning we teach the Bible verse by verse. We're not right about everything. Like Joe said, we have a lot to learn. And uh, I've been to Moody Bible Institute and Trinity Evangelical Divinity School. And, and I, the more I went to school, the more I knew, didn't know. And mm. so, um, so we're, 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 but we're right about Christ. We're right about Jesus. And we preach him. He's the foundation. And so what a lot of people don't know is in the 80s, Akron, Ohio, was the home of the largest three churches in the country. Mm. And perhaps the world. And Akron's a very spiritual place. And it really, I look at Akron with 50 plus murders. And I'm thinking, what happened? We have the we were the home of the largest churches in the world, and now it seems like it's just dying, which hurts my soul. It hurts my soul. So uh, the first part of the vision, we're planning, and this doesn't have to ha happen in order, mm -hmm. but the way we tell it. So we're planning a church, light on a hill. We're we're doctrinally sound, uh, and we're effective in the community. We're in the streets with it, like Joe and Dion, you know, taking pictures at Circle K on Copley Road, you know, just talking to young kids about Jesus and and praying with them to receive Christ. And, you know, if they, if they pray to receive Christ by faith, God saves them. God saves them. So it's not for us to judge. Right. We just share the message and, you know, just one beggar tell another beggar where, where to get some bread. So the church, uh, I believe, is going to be very profound. We're not in competition with churches. We want to embrace everybody. Uh, I'm, my heritage is Romanian. And in Romania, it was communist in 1989. In two weeks, the Church of Jesus Christ, I mean, they had all denominations come together. And in two weeks, the Church of Jesus Christ unified and overturned communism in two weeks. Mm -hmm. So we are not uh, trying to be in competition with any church in Akron. We want to bring unity to the community. And we want to work with everybody and help people do evangelism, learn how to share the gospel. There's a crown in heaven for that. Right. So, so we want to come alongside churches and help and work together and win Akron for Christ. Love it, love it. Now, with you being Romanian, what made y'all choose the, the Black Renaissance name? What made, was that the collective or? Well, he's Romanian, my mom's black, so, mm -hmm. you know, I'm of mixed heritage. Right. And, you know, for the most part, I grew up around uh, the black community. Um, his his family uh there were there was some racial problems in his family when he when he met my mom and when they fell in love and got married there were a lot of problems with with family so um you know i i was really i wasn't exposed to that side of my family as much growing up okay uh so you know that just caused me to be more exposed to the other side, other side in, the, in the black community so that's really what i identify with Right. Is, is black culture more than, you know, Romanian culture, but I, I do identify with both. Uh, but that's just really what's kind of, you know, pushed this this movement is these are the, the people that I'm involved with, the people, the community that I'm uh, familiar with and is familiar with me. 
And also just the fact that, you know, black people have been at a disadvantage here in America. Right. Systematically even. Right. So, you know, this is this is who needs this is who needs someone to come alongside them, um and really just encourage and, 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 and support and help change mindsets like you're doing. That's really all, all, all black renaissance is all about is just trying to change mindsets for the better, trying to, you know, with, with the hope of Jesus Christ in your heart, that can change everything. Change everything. In a life. So that's really what, what we're all about. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to start in the community that we're in already. I think something is powerful, and I think something that so I think is very important for people to understand is that it's, it's very important to meet people where they are. Right. You know, so I like the approach as far as y'all just saying being active in the streets. So you might be talking, you might be a drug dealer. You might, well, me coming up, I didn't talk to Donald's lawyers. I knew, okay, he was a drug dealer. He was a robber. He was a killer. Mm -hmm. You know, but even just talking to these people and exposing the guy, you know, it's not about where they are now, what they could become. Yes, you know, right. so if you're being active in the community, when people see you the real deal, you stay consistent, so you can convert that drug dealer to somebody that has changes his occupation and comes to God. But it's a matter of you staying consistent, being out there. You know, so it sounds like y'all really locked in and we need more people in that lane, you know, because that can't happen. You yeah, know, it's yeah. not where you start, it's about how you finish. Yes, sir. So I think that's definitely a powerful strategy that y'all are using. So it's a goal to get a podcast with Jay Black. So I got to ask y'all this question. Uh, we can start with you first. How important are goals to you? Goals are absolutely important. Uh, my grandfather, as an immigrant from Romania, he set a goal and ended up being uh, one of the most famous uh, headliners in the 50s and 60s in Vegas. Mm. He set goals. He was married to the president of Panama's granddaughter. Wow. He set goals. So goals are always important. And uh, if you don't set a goal, I think I saw it in the in the movie. I loved it about uh, King Richard, Serena. And uh -huh. Oh, I love that movie. If you haven't seen it, make sure you go see it. He Fire said, movie. he said, you know, if you don't plan, you plan to fail. That's right. So, um, you know, we, we plan and things like that, and 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 the vision is is, is so huge. And when God puts something in your heart, like the Bible says in Acts. You know, they started a movement, it failed, and they started a movement, it failed. But if God is in it, you can't stop them. That's right. And God is in goals. That's right. So, and I want you people to understand that. Somebody talked about far as vision. Like, God gave him this vision. So it's very important to be obedient to the vision, no matter what nobody say. You understand, you can't accept, you can't expect people to be so excited about the vision. It's not their vision. It's your vision. Now, how it normally works, once you get it going, they'll be like, oh, I knew you could do it. Right, oh, right, no, right. no, you didn't believe just because I got the action thing going now. So it's very important that you focus on your star player and run on your own energy. I'm telling you right now, something he said, if God's in it, you can't lose. But you got to be obedient to that voice and stay consistent, even when it's not the popular thing, when nobody can see it, when everybody's talking down, when they laughing, you still got to stay locked in on your vision. Because on the other side, on the other side, it's victory. Amen. Okay. I like that. I like that because I just saw something on on Facebook or Instagram and it said have have goals so big that it makes small-minded people uncomfortable to hear them. Yes. And, and I I just identify with that so much because I found myself telling people about what we're doing in the community and just getting a, a, a more negative response on, well, are you sure you want to do that? And, you know, are you sure about this, this, and this? And, you know, like, like my dad said, with, with God, you know, when God's in something, it doesn't matter how 
how how big the mountain is. He'll he'll get you up there and, and he'll move it for you or whatever the case may be. So, um, you know that what, what what you said just really resonates with me because I found myself in that position already at the early stage of what we're doing. Is right. You, know, you you'll have doubters, but you know that's where that's where your faith in, in the Lord really is tested and comes into play. Is you know do you really have faith that you're serving an all-powerful, almighty, one true living God. Because if so, then you know you, you, your your actions should 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 back that. So that's really what we're big on. And that's the key thing. One thing you say is actions, action, actions. A lot of people say, "I've been praying for so long, nothing's happening." Well, you can't just pray. You got to put action behind your prayers. Yes. Very very important. So before we wrap up, I definitely there's, want there's you. There's a lot more to that vision. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to give. I want you to give people your social media information. Let's do that first. Okay. And I got a couple more questions before we wrap it up. Yeah, we're we're on Facebook as Black Renaissance CDC. Um, if you if 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 you can't find the page, then you can look up Trey Boyer T R A Boyer, and uh, if you tap in with him, then then he'll direct you to to the to the site if you can't find it if you're having trouble. Uh, just either either way, either Black Renaissance CDC on Facebook. Or connect with Trey Boyer on Facebook, and he'll he'll direct you to, to Black Renaissance page. Okay, great, great, great. Now, um, y'all been talking about vision, vision, vision. You know, so it sounds like you want to expand more on the vision yeah. part. Okay. Akron is the home of innovation, and Akron is also the home of the first public school system in the country. Mm. And all the laws, uh, Akron public school system is the model for the rest of the country for school systems. And this is a little sad, but the KKK started the school system in Akron. Mm. Very involved, and uh, that's why Firestone is in West Akron and not in Firestone Park where Garfield is, mm. because uh, the the pool situation. Okay, we won't talk about that. Okay. So stay positive. Right, so right. What we're doing is, is we are actually starting a school system. Mm. Why start? Why just start a school? We're starting a whole skit system to go around the country, perhaps internationally. Oh, that's big. So we're starting a school system, Afrocentric. We it's not that. We're not we're not divisive or um, uh, it's not a black thing like only black people, but black renaissance because forty percent of Akron is black now. The mayor told us a couple weeks ago, so we got to focus on this. Our target audience. Our target audience. We're, right. We're not ashamed of that. No reason should we be. Right. And so we're starting a school system that's Afrocentric with black principals, black teachers. They didn't integrate the black leadership when they integrated school system. Right. So we are actually going to start school system. That's Afrocentric, and uh, dealing with you know Black history and you know such as that. Mm. So uh, moving forward, uh, tertiary—that's a good word. <laughs> Thirdly, <laughs> um, uh, Joe's got a vision. Um, this is mostly his vision. I'm just glad mm. to be part of it. He, he and Dion, but a Black-owned business incubator, mm. and he has a Savista Bank on board, and. Um, so Greenwood, Tulsa, Oklahoma, was uh, Black Wall Street. Right. And they burn it down. And you ain't going to burn nothing down that we start. Because mm. <laughs> God you ain't going to let it happen. Right. So, you rebuild it if you do. So uh, mm. you know, we, we, we vision that Akron, Ohio will have Black Wall Street. We have a brother uh, in Africa has a banking background. He's retired, and he's willing to come and help us start a black-owned bank in Akron, Ohio. Oh, that's big. That's big. So moving forward, and this is all intertwined, how this is all intertwined. We deal with the mental, emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual part of life. Right. You know, we deal with all of it. And so uh, to help go-getters. That's right. That's right. So uh, 
that's the third part of the vision. The fourth part then, homeownership. Joe, Joe, you want to share about that? Yeah, so we have a vision to start a homeownership program. And uh, really the, the reason for that is one of, the, one of the key ways to build generational wealth is to own homes, own property, own some type of assets that you can keep in your family and pass them down. Right. Generations. And then those assets end up compounding and expanding, and now you have what's called generational wealth. Right. So, so you know, if we want to, if we go back to the, to the slavery, slavery times in America, um, you know, whites were able to build generational wealth um you know very very easily because you know free labor and just they they controlled every single aspect of life right so you know the the economic situation that the black community is in as a whole is largely due to how how many years behind we are in that generational wealth race um, we, we, you know, for 400 years, for 400 plus years during slavery, we weren't able to keep and uh, acquire any assets of our own and pass them down from generation to generation. And anything that we did work for was taken from us. So at this point, to expect black people to be in the same financial position as what white people are is really ignorant to expect that. Right. Because we're so far behind. I, I like to use an analogy of playing Monopoly. If if we're playing a, a hypothetical game of Monopoly and white people get to keep their keep their you know, build their wealth and, and acquire land and assets, they're going around the board and lapping black people during slavery while black people aren't able to, 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 to uh, get any to make any progress on the board themselves. Right. So now 400 years later when things have gotten somewhat better and things are, 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 are more fair than they have been and there's an opportunity for both white and blacks, we're still 400 years behind in that game of Monopoly. Right. How can you expect to ever, you know, catch, catch up just by playing by fair rules now? So really what we want to do is be that stimulator um, to, 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 to help that process you know, catch up faster and to see uh, black wealth grow in the community and, and starting with Akron. But like buying my dad houses. said, this is this is going this is going to go national. And uh, so buying houses from the land bank, rehabbing the houses, we're teaching a skill on right. how to rehab houses. That's something that people can take anywhere. Right. We're teaching that skill, but it doesn't stop there. When that house is rehabbed and ready to go back on the market, we're selling it back to the community, people who are disadvantaged, who, mm. who might not have great credit, who can't go to the bank and get a loan for a mortgage, or if they do, it's going to be crazy interest. We're selling these homes back to the community at 0% interest. Wow. We're not making any money on 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 your interest, on your payments. That, that money is going straight to your house so you can own a home in a short amount of time, ten years, uh, rather than a traditional mortgage setup, hmm. and um, so so what this will do is you know have an incentive to, to own a house that you can you can you can be a homeowner in in ten years, you can start to build generational wealth in ten years. That's crazy. And you know when you look at the bigger picture, 
10 years is nothing compared to what you know your lineage can 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 what it generate exactly you're so, you talking about generational wealth and it just starts with it starts it's gonna it just starts with a generation of people who are gonna buy in to to this idea and and, and support it with by through action and we're gonna be we're gonna be that that resource to 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 get involved with and to help guide this process of trying to build that wealth and pass it on through your generations. Love it, love it, love it. I'm telling you right now, y'all better press that rewind button because they definitely talking. <laughs> they talking. And I just want you to understand the power of vision, the vision. They're at the early stages, but you're seeing it right now. Today is uh, December 18th. Birthday boy, birthday, birthday boy. You know, but um, 2020, You know, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the next five years as far as how their vision grows. Mm -hmm. As long as I guarantee you, as long as they keep watering them seeds, they're going to continue to grow and grow and grow. Mm -hmm. Same thing with you. I want you to consistently water your seeds. That might not sprout up the first year, the second year. But if you stay consistent, that third, fourth year, they'll tell them how high it can sprout up to. So I'm telling you right now, you just got to get started. Baby steps are better than no steps. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I appreciate y'all tuning into the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. I love and believe in you. And always remember, hold on, hold on. One more thing. Go ahead. Just real quick, our fifth part of the vision, and there's mm -hmm. more to it, but time is limited, is mm -hmm. GANG. So mm. Joe, Dion, and I came up with an acronym, okay. GANG, G-A-N-G, Giving Adolescents Needed Guidance. Ooh, say that one more time. GANG, G-A-N-G, Giving Adolescents Needed Guidance. Mm, and what it. we're doing is we're taking kids off the streets that are selling drugs and, and, and got guns and shooters. We're not afraid of them. <laughs> we don't fear anything but the Lord. Man. And so we, uh, we're going to take these guys and... Uh, Put them with different companies and, and, and teach them skilled trades. I don't mean McDonald's, nothing against McDonald's, but I mean skilled trades where they can have a decent income, benefits, and, and, and be able to be a, a part of the family and take care of whoever, whatever age they are at that point. But taking guys uh, and giving them jobs and skilled trades. So that's our mentoring program. And that's going to help the community. You know, it's just going to take, it's going to transform them from what they normally would be into. And one thing I understand is that a lot of uh, definitely youth. They lack the presence of a strong male influence, right. you know, so that strong male influence, I tell people all the time, the male influence is so powerful, it'll change the narrative in our communities. That's very, very important to be, to get involved. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you sharing that. And once again, I'm going to press that rewind button and take some notes and uh, make sure you follow the social media pages, which will be popping up on the screen so you can stay connected with these guys. So I love and believe in you. And always remember, always remember, always remember, only person that can stop you is you. Yes. It's the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Stay excited and stay connected. www.jblackinspires.com.